Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host each... And every week, Pastor Ken Keltner trying to help us out with the phones today. That I was. was awesome. I was. That was um, awesome. Yeah, and, and exactly <laughs> what did you do when the phone wasn't working? Came over well, and I, checked I, the plug, I right? just wanted to make sure you had it plugged in. Yeah. That's what I was looking yeah. for. <laughs> you are, I'll tell you, if you ever decide maybe part-time <laughs> I, I, job, electronics, you're a pastor. Electronics? Yeah, <laughs> I think you work for the phone company. That's what I, go, I think. I go in electronics, Mike. Hey, there you go. Hey, our special guest this week. Former Green Bay Packer coach and current linebacker coach for the Arizona Cardinals, Bob Sanders. Very excited to talk to Bob. Coach, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Hey, Coach, let's start, if we can, with uh, how what Green Bay was like for you. I know, and we're going to talk a lot about your history and background and where you grew up, but I'm wondering what it was like uh, in Green Bay, when you're a Milwaukee, born and bred, you know, I've been a Packer fan my entire life. I think of being a coach or a player, the Packers, one way uh, that that had to be, you know, just a great place to be. And I'm wondering from the coaching side of it, a pretty good uh, time for you up there. It actually really was. It was, uh, you know, phenomenal. I actually went up there as a defensive line coach uh, with Mike Sherman, and uh, was blessed to have the opportunity, to, you know, to work for him and and you know to be a part of those guys up there you know, as a D-line coach. And then uh, when Coach McCarthy came, he kept me as a defense coordinator and, uh, you know, was phenomenal. And, you know, uh, I think Coach wanted to change defenses. And, and uh, you know, we had a, you know, we had a good year where we you know, played in the championship game uh, and lost uh, in overtime to the Giants. And then, uh, uh, and then the next year, you know, we, you know, struggled a little bit there and everything. But uh, still fond, fond memories, great friends. Uh, you know, just uh, really enjoyed working with Coach McCarthy, Ted Thompson. Uh, you know, what a phenomenal group of people there, and and uh, you know, will always have fond memories. Coach, that Giants game that was about as cold as it gets, right? <laughs> it really was. <laughs> I think for a while it was the second coldest in uh, history. I think it got uh, moved back one. I think now it's the the third coldest, but it was definitely very, very cold. Hey, Coach, looking at uh, your bio and doing some research uh, on you today, um, there was a young man that played for you uh, with the Raiders by the name of Nick Roach. And Nick has been on Faith in the Zone. Uh, he's a Milwaukee guy, went to Northwestern, uh, played for the Bears. But he went to high school with my my daughter, Katie, over at Milwaukee Lutheran. And uh, what a nice man he is. No question. One of my most favorite guys uh, that I've had, uh, you know, the – uh, the blessing to coach, uh, just a phenomenal leader, 
a phenomenal man of faith, phenomenal dad, phenomenal husband. Uh, when he came to the Raiders, uh, he kind of became, you know, I, you know, I know in Chicago he was kind of the fourth guy there, but when he came out to the Raiders, he, uh, you know, was our leader on defense. Uh, you know, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, had one of his better years yes. statistically as well, but just a phenomenal. Uh, leader and uh, you know just did a great job for us out there and just like I say it was a true blessing to have the opportunity to coach him. You know he was a heck of a high school basketball player and uh, he, right? he, yeah he stopped that, yeah. playing after his junior year and the guy who was his was his coach at that time is now the principal at the high school that I coach basketball at and uh, you know he wanted Nick to play one more year and and Nick at that point had uh, made his decision to go to Northwestern and decided that he wanted to just get himself physically, uh, mentally, academically ready, I think, to play at uh, at Northwestern. And and I think that Milwaukee Lutheran basketball team could have used him his senior <laughs> year, but he had made that decision. But, man, when he came on faith in the zone, Coach, he, what a great ambassador uh, for, for, for the NFL, uh, for his family and his faith. And it, it was just a really good interview with Nick Roach. Well, he's the guy that lives it every day. You know, I was with him every day and in the classroom and on the field and uh, just a guy that, uh, you know, that really works at his faith and and, and uh, has it on display as a player, you know, and, you know, not only on the field but off the field as well and in the community. And just, uh, I, you know, I just can't say enough good things about Nick and what a pleasure it was to coach him. Hey, Bob, uh, I, I can't remember when Reggie White went home to be with the Lord, but did you ever have any contact with Reggie White at all? You know, I did not. Okay. You know, uh, just, you know, just heard, you know, so many great things about him and the legacy that he left. Uh, but, you know, you know, I was not uh, fortunate enough to work, you know, anywhere with him. We are talking to Bob Sanders, former Green Bay Packer coach, now the linebacker coach for the Arizona Cardinals. Hey, Bob, can we get your background, where you grew up and, and where you went to school, stuff like that? Uh, I grew up in Jacksonville, North Carolina. It's uh, out on the coast, the east coast of North Carolina, small town, and uh, and yeah. ended up going to Davidson College, uh, you know, over near Charlotte. Uh, uh, and then, you know, this will be my 42nd year in coaching. I had uh, had three years in high school you know, as a high school coach and then had 20 two years in college and this is my uh 16 or 17th year in the nfl so i you know so you know excited about that i guess you found your career then right oh man (laughs) that's that's a lot of years as as a coach man i've been doing high school basketball and some great school basketball for 35 years and I think you know what, Coach. I, I I'm getting tired, man. I am getting I am getting tired. Bob, Bob, his his team is ranked fourth in the state right now. What are you, eighteen and three or nineteen? 19, wow. 19 and two. Nineteen and two. Nineteen and two. And he's wow. getting tired. I'm I mean, tired. Come on, wow. come on. Hey, you know, and you come know what, on. Bob. You, and you'll understand this, I think. And and Pastor, you will too. Kids are different. Oh, that's true. Kids are different. Yeah, they they know by the time they get true. to the locker room. How many points they're averaging? Where they, you know, land in, you know, in our conference? <laughs> the, the social media has has, you know, taken a lot of some of this stuff, and and what should be just between us is now out there for everybody, and it's it's tough. We got a bunch of sophomores on this team, and I think we're a year we're we're a year ahead of schedule, but these kids they make big shots in, in big time games. And so we're we're nineteen to two. We set a school record for wins this year, and 
and we still have one regular season left and then the playoffs. So we'll see where this thing ends. But, man, Coach, I'm getting tired. <laughs> hey, hey, Bob, I've been down there to North Carolina, Jacksonville. Do you still you still frequent that area of where, where you grew up at all? I do. I do. Yeah. My dad passed away last summer, so you know I was there you know all the time. But my wife and I actually bought a home down near Jacksonville, uh, you know, so you know that's going to be you know the place we retire you know, when we decide to retire. But you know, so we own a home down there. Uh, you know, I still have family, you know, mm-hmm. in the area, cousins and those kind of you know situations. A lot of good friends, and so yeah. uh, that's where we're going to ultimately end back up down there. Yeah, well, I have uh, I'm down in Surf City every summer. I have a is that right? Yeah, I have a buddy who has a beach house down there, and he. He yeah, said, man, pastors don't have no money. He said, I'm going to fly you down here, <laughs> teach your boys how to how to surf, and uh, you're going to stay here at Surf City with me. And so, I mean, for the last 10 years, that's what we've been doing. Is, is that close to Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's right close. Yeah. yeah, it is. In fact, I grew up probably, uh, you know, probably a third of every weekend we spent down, you know, on Topsail Island. But yeah. now I'm up more toward Bougainville, toward uh, Atlantic Beach and Emerald Island, North Carolina, which is the next or next couple islands up uh and you know i live up a river up that way you know so but you know we still frequent down that way quite a bit it's very very nice hey bob um were you a high were you a football player uh through high school and college yes sir yeah what what position did you play you know what i was one of those guys that you know uh, i played a lot of different positions i was an athlete that could play a lot of different positions never was good enough to just have my own position but <laughs> i was good enough that i could play a lot of positions and, you know, i think that really helped me coaching because you know I, you know I, uh, offense defense inside linebacker outside linebacker i actually started out as a safety but i grew out of that and uh, you know so i played a lot of different positions which uh, you know, kind of helped me. I think you know when I got into coaching, you know, because I'd had a lot of experience in a lot of different areas. Did, were you were you a linebacker? I was. I oh. was for a while. Then I was an outside linebacker. I was a down lineman. So, like I say, there was always someone on my team was probably a little bit better than me. But if somebody got hurt, they'd move me somewhere else. You know, so <laughs> I was athletic enough that they could move me around a little did, bit. So I was kind of a jack of all trades. Hey, but a master did, of none, really. Did Did you know early on that you wanted to coach? Was that something that that uh, when that gets in your blood, it's hard to get it out? I'm wondering yeah, when it, when did you learn that that was something you wanted to do? You know, it really does. You know, I, you know, I think the Lord lays that passion on your heart. I I grew up a gym rat. You know, my dad allowed me to you know play all the sports. You know, you know, played basketball, ran track, played baseball when I was little. Uh, in, you know, football through high school and everything, but. Uh, you know, so, you know, I was always a gym rat, uh, you know, uh, you know, so, uh, the coaches were, uh, the most influential people in my life other than my dad, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, and, and then my dad worked in the post office, but he coached us in little league, you know, so, uh, just being around it all the time. And, and then like I say, the most influential people in my life were my high school coaches, my junior high coaches who, who are still good friends of mine right now. You know, when I go home you know, we still meet and talk and, um, you know, and visit and, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, just, and, and then getting to college and having the aptitude, uh, you know, you know, to get into education, um, uh, and then, you know, doing well at it. And, you know, actually, you know, I was a bad stutterer until, you know, probably I was in about the seventh or eighth grade. I couldn't really put a sentence together. And back when I was young, people thought you were stupid if you stuttered because you didn't answer, you know, as quickly or, Sometimes I wouldn't even answer because I couldn't get it out. And, you know, so, you know, for the Lord to give me the opportunity, you know, to, you know, to be in a classroom, to, you know, to be in a uh, profession that you teach all the time and, 
you know, and have the opportunities that I've had, and, you know, the door has been open, that the Lord has opened for me. Um, you know, it's just been a, a real blessing for me, you know, throughout my whole career. Hey, Bob, you're talking about your coaches having, a, you know, an impact on your life. They influenced you. And, and even though kids are different today and come with a little different mindset, uh, you know, I think you would agree that coaches today, whether it's little league or junior high, high school, college, pro, I mean, still have a great opportunity to impact kids. I mean, kids really, I think, for the most part, really look up to their coaches. I really believe that, you know, also I think, you know, you know, today's coaches, just like, you know, we were are called into the profession. Uh, I think kids nowadays, just like players in the NFL or in college or in high school are looking for some discipline or looking for some consistency and, uh, you know, someone that's in authority. A lot of times, you know, you're the only dad figure that some of these guys have or, uh, you know, uh, you know, someone they can talk to. So I really do think, uh, that there's a platform for coaches and, you know, the amount of guys that we can reach, uh, you know, just trying to do things the right way. And, you know, I'm far from flawless for sure, but, uh, you know, just, you know, I think, you know, you know, the guys look and see, uh, you know, you know, if you are real, if you do believe what you say and if you, you know, uh, live it out every day, you know, so I think definitely you can have that kind of influence, you know, yeah. on a day in day out basis. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, Bob, our, are the players uh, teachable there on the pro level? No question, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. No mm-hmm. question. The guys like Nick Roach and, and, you know, the other guys I coach here, you know, Marcus Golden or Chandler Jones, those guys want to be coached. And I think just like, you know, nowadays are so you know, much, uh, you know, I mean, it is so different, but, you know, but guys, if they think that you know what you're talking about, you're honest with them yeah. and they think mm-hmm. you're helping them, then I think that's what guys are looking for. And mm-hmm. guys that don't necessarily know it all and are not afraid to say, hey, I was wrong, let's do it this way, you know, which I'm not afraid to do. You know, I've been wrong before, so I'm not a, you know, I'm not afraid to say, hey, fellas, you know, let's work at this, you know, in another angle or, you know, that wasn't a good idea, let's do it this way, or, hey, I was wrong about that, but, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the defense coordinator wants it done this way. You know, so I think just being real is what guys want. And as long as you're real and as long as they feel like you're helping them and giving them something, you know, that's going to, you know, make them a better person and a better player, then I think, uh, you know, I think they'll, uh, you know, you know, have that capacity to listen and, you know, to want to listen. Hey, guys, let's get to a break. Other side break. We'll continue our conversation. We're talking to Bob Sanders. Hey, Pastor, real quick, I, I doing some, some research again on, on a website called All Pro Dads. And it gives uh, Bob's uh, bio on where he's coached. Here was the interesting thing that that jumped off the page at me. It says, Bob and his wife, Kathy, have three children. The critical things they are trying to teach them are accountability to live life to the fullest by taking things one day at a time and walking and talking with God each day. Mm. That's an all-pro dad right there, right? That's an all-pro dad. That is an all-pro dad. We'll continue our conversation. Former Green Bay Packer coach, current linebacker coach for the Arizona Cardinals, Bob Sanders is our special guest. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bunzel's Old Fashioned Meat Market. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. 
Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church, our special guest. He is a former Green Bay Packer coach, current linebacker coach for the Arizona Cardinals. He is Bob Sanders. Bob, the uh, weather out in Arizona is a little different than your Green Bay days. <laughs> no question, Man. no question. In fact, in the summers, you know, it's the exact opposite. <laughs> it's just as hot as it was cold there at times. Hey, if you if you had to play, and I asked John Anderson this, and he was a former Green Bay Packer linebacker, and I said, John, if you had to play one more game and have it be, you know, 95 and humid or 20 below and windy, what would you play? And he said, I would take the 20 below. He said that that heat just got to me, and I'm wondering for for you as a coach, I would assume it's more comfortable, I guess, in Arizona than one is coaching in in January in Green Bay. Well, uh, you know it is, but you know, we play indoors here, you know, because it gets so hot. Oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. that even our you know even the preseason uh, now you know, we'll have at least one game a season where they'll open the top of our stadium, but uh, you know, for the most part, a lot of times it is. Uh, extremely hot and, uh, you know, almost at, you know, on some levels dangerous, you know. So when we do practice outside, sometimes we have to go earlier in the morning or, uh, you know, or adjust in some way uh, because it does get very, very hot. Now, it's a little bit drier than it is down south where I'm from, but it still is very, very hot. I was uh, I was in Arizona a couple of times. One for I worked for a sports marketing company a, a long time ago, and we helped put on the NFL Alumni Charity Golf Tournament, and we played at Desert Mountain. And I got a chance to play in the foursome with Don Maynard, who was a receiver for the Jets. And we, we got out there, and the, the golf pro said, hey, look, here's the deal. If you hit one into the rough, which is the, the cactus, bring your club with you. Because if you see a rattlesnake, you want to be be able to get your – I said, man, I'm leaving the ball there. I, pay, I got the balls at Walmart. What do I care? They can keep the ball. I'm, I am not messing with a rattlesnake for a, a you know, 55-cent golf ball. So, Hey, hey Bob, one thing uh, that I've always uh, thought was just incredible is that field down there. They, they wheel that thing out. They get that thing outside, don't they? Yeah, they do a great job. Wow. Our, our field guys are unbelievable. They Yeah, it actually is out on rollers and – so within a week or ten days, they can get that thing back. Uh, you know where it looks like a golf green. They just do such a great job here. You know the guys that work on our fields, and but yeah, they can slide that thing right out. Stays in the sun, and they. I think it takes about forty-five minutes for the whole process to actually get in and and get settled, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, it's it's really unique, and uh, you know what a great job they do. Yeah, I, I tell you, I, uh, I see it on television. I thought, man, that field looks beautiful. Hey, Bob, uh, one thing that we love to do on Faith of the Zone is uh, uh, talk to our guests and, and just have them share their, their testimony of how they came to Christ. And, and Mike and I are, are are always excited to hear of someone's journey, and, and um, it's it's moving most of the time. Anytime someone comes to know Christ, the, the Bible tells us all of heaven breaks forth in praise. And uh, it's just a joy. Um, that That's what— got the whole broadcast uh, with Faith in the Zone going is to let guys come on and share their testimony because so often, you know, when they want to uh, thank the Lord Jesus Christ uh, publicly, you know, the mic's taken away and then they're asked about how, how they made that play on third and four or whatever. And so we'd love to, love to have you share your testimony, how you came to Christ. Well, I appreciate it. Actually, uh, I was very fortunate. I grew up in a Christian home. My mom and dad, uh, you know, had us in Sunday school church, uh, you know, every week, you know, and I, you know, just like a lot of kids, I wasn't, you know, always 
uh, you know, as strong and faithful as I could have been in college, even though I never got too far away. Um, you know, but I think, uh, you know, where I really, 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 uh, you know, got serious, you know, when I, you know, I got engaged with my lovely wife, Kathy, you know, be 39 years here in March in a couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, when we got engaged and, and, uh, you know, the type of person that she is and, and, you know, just, uh, you know, the reality of, uh, you know, the blessings that, you know, that I have, you know, with her, you know, but, you know, also, you know, starting out as a high school coach and then, you know, you know, having the opportunity to move and, and to move up, you know, because I grew up, uh, you know, in a country type setting, you know, didn't really know a whole lot about, you know, college football and, and, you know, especially NFL. And then, uh, you know, the way the Lord just, you know, continued to work in my life. And then, then the influences, like I say, of my junior high coaches, um, you know, my high school coaches, um, you know, my dad, um, and then, uh, my mentors, when I got into coaching, uh, you know, the guys that were mentoring us, young coaches were strong Christian guys and they, you know, kind of showed us how to do it the right way and that there was a, a, you know, a right way and that God honored, uh, you know, when you worked, you know, in that, you know, in that manner. And he has been so faithful throughout you know, my career, just been blessed. In fact, uh, you know, I share a quick story with you, uh, you know, how I actually got in the NFL um, you know, I actually was moved by the Holy Spirit on my heart one night. It wasn't anything, uh, any, you know, anything you know, out of the ordinary, but just, you know, a tugging on my heart, you know, to, you know, to travel down to Miami to walk in and, you know, introduce myself to Dave Wanstead, who's the head coach with the Dolphins, and who I did not know. I had shaken his hand one time, but I didn't know him, and I didn't even know if he was there, but I just felt the Lord call me to do it. So at 8.30 at night, I got in the car and drove to Miami from, from Gainesville, Florida, which was about five and a half, six hours. And, and, you know, just walked in the next morning and introduced myself. He gave me maybe, you know, maybe 12 minutes. And, and, uh, you know, I told him why you ought to hire me and, you know, that kind of situation. And, and he kind of looked at me like I was crazy, but he said, <laughs> okay, fine. Thanks for coming. And uh, the next morning he called and offered me a job and, and he didn't ask me one football question. So I went from college to the NFL just by God's grace and him opening the door for me. And, uh, you know, the first NFL game, the first regular season NFL game I ever saw, I actually coached in. And uh, mm. so, uh, you know, that was exciting, you know, to get that, you know, that opportunity. But it was only by grace that, you know, that mm -hmm. I got it. And then, mm. and, you know, just visiting with Coach Wonstadt, you know, uh, you know, I'm a year or so ago, he said he had tried to hire like 12 guys and for one reason or another, they just did not work out, you know, and, uh, you know, so that, you know, the Lord kept that job open for me and, and, uh, he actually put me in the NFL. So, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, you know, just praise him and, and, you know, just give him all the praise and the glory. And, you know, and then, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people said you can't coach in the NFL if you're not going to be a cusser and, you know, a scream and that kind of thing. Well, I get, you know, I get heated up and I, you know, I get going, but, you know, I think, you know, I would challenge anybody to go to Miami or to go to, you know, to, you know, to Green Bay or to, you know, Buffalo or to Oakland or here in Arizona, uh, you know, and find someone that, you know, that's heard me say cuss word because the Lord's honored that, you know, he's, you know, mm -hmm. I've, I've been fortunate to, you know, to, you know, to get a job, you know, when the doors have closed, you know, the Lord's opened another one and, and uh, he's just been faithful throughout my you know, my whole life. So I guess, you know, I've been more of a, not necessarily a day conversion or, or a specific time, but more of a process, uh, you know, that I've grown. Um, you know, my wife makes me a better person just being around her. Uh, I 
tell my kids, no one on the face of the earth loves their mama more than I do. And I think that's the best thing I can do for my kids is to love their mama. And I'm just very appreciative of her and, and you know, the type of person that she is. And I'm I'm a better person, be, you know, I'm just, you know, just being around her. So I've been blessed with a great wife and a, a great coach's wife. And, and uh, uh, you know, so, um, you know, but it's been more of a process for me. And, you know, so I'm just, I'm just grateful, uh, you know, that I've had the opportunity to have a, a vocation and not a job. I've never had a job. You know, I'm just a vocation and, you know, the Lord's uh, allowed me to have the desires of my heart as far as my vocation. And, and it's really not work. So I'm just grateful, uh, you know, to the Lord for everything that he's given me and, you know, you know the opportunities and you know, the people I've met, the place I've gone, uh, you know, so I try to, you know, try to be faithful in the way I work every day and use that in you know, my work as a, you know, as a praise back to him and a mm-hmm. thank you back to him. Mm-hmm. So I'm just very, I'm just very grateful. Yeah. Well, number one, congratulations on 39 years of marriage there to Kathy. And then uh, as you were speaking there about uh, language and um, your life and wanting to, to do what's right. I mean, it t- took me back to first Corinthians ten thirty one. that says, you know, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And, and uh, I mean, that's um, that sounds like that's really your passion is to to honor and glorify the glorify the Lord and everything that you do. And and on your testimony, um, I enjoyed hearing that. It sounds like uh, possibly, obviously, with your mom and dad and their strong faith in Christ, that that's when you were introduced to Jesus Christ back uh, back in in those early years. Right. You know, I, uh, my grandparents, you know, I would stay with them when my mom and dad worked. I mean, my grandma made sure I was at vacation Bible school. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was actually, you know, would go to, you know, the Baptist school, uh, you know, the Baptist church of vacation Bible school. My mom and dad were Presbyterians. I went to the Presbyterian church. I was mm-hmm. in the Methodist youth fellowship and, and I married a Roman Catholic girl. So, uh, <laughs> you know, a guy said, uh, you're covered. in the last assembly of God. And I said, well, what is that? He said, that's just the last group you get together. And I want to be in it, you know? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, Pastor, the, a couple of weeks ago, I think you quoted how many religions are there? Three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand. You got, yeah. You talked about four of them there, Coach. I'll yeah. tell you, we. Um, <laughs> hey, as as a, a coach in the NFL, are, is it easy for for you to be able to talk about your faith uh, with other coaches, with other with players, things like that? Is that an easy door for you to open uh, when you need to? It is, you know. I've worked for a great guy, uh, you know, and I've been blessed in the NFL. I've worked for, you know, for great guys at every stop. I've been fortunate, uh, you know, in every stop in college and, you know, in the, uh, I'm in the NFL. And you know, you know, from all the naysayers that said, hey, you can't be a school teacher because you can't teach because you're stuttering. To, you know, and, you know after doing that, the Lord opened the door to go to college, and everybody said you can't do that because you've got to recruit, and nobody's going to, you can't sit in a home and recruit, you know. Uh, you know, but the Lord blessed me, you know, at five universities and then, you know, you know, the desire to get in the NFL and, and, you know, for the Lord to open the door there, you know, I think if you're faithful in the small things, the Lord, you just, you know, honors that, you know, and, and, you know, so when the, if the door open, you know, you know, I think really, you really more so now for me is trying to live it out every day. And everything that I, that I try to say or do, and like like I say, I'm far from faultless, but I attempt to try to live it out. And and you know, if and when I can live it out, uh, you know, to the best of my ability with God's help, you know, uh, you know, I, I go in every meeting, you know, with Him on my heart, you know, with a little prayer, 
you know, you know, to bless the meeting, to you know, to go with me, to go with me to practice, and those kind of things. And I think just trying to live it out, you know, every day, you know, open some doors, you know, within itself. And then we have, you know, a great chaplain here. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we have coaches' Bible studies, players' Bible studies. You know, so um, you know, there are a lot of good things happening here with the Cardinals, and 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 you know, just excited to be a part of that. The Lord allowed me to be here. Hey, Bob, uh, who, outside of your parents, grandparents, and, and obviously Kathy, uh, so, so someone there in, in the football uh, world, I mean, who, who was it that had the most influence in your life for Jesus Christ? Well, my best friend probably in the whole wide world is uh, the offense coordinator for the Miami Dolphins, Clyde Christensen. And I met Clyde... Uh, you know, because of football, uh, you know, way back in the early 80s or the mm-hmm. mid 80s, I should say, uh, you know, and then through FCA. And, and he has been an accountability partner. We've never actually worked on the same staff, but when we're in the correct time zones and those kind of things, we, you know, we talk basically every night or, you know, every day or two now since we're in different time zones, but at least every other day or so, uh, you know, the accountability's there, the, uh, you know, the challenges, you know, uh, you know, we've been through a lot together, you know, the, you know, uh, you know, we ch- you know, try to challenge each other in our faith. And, um, you know, so, uh, you know, I think just from, a, you know, having an accountability guy, I know a lot of guys, you know, like we vacation every year uh, a couple of weeks together when you won at FCA camp and one at the beach. And a lot of guys say, well, how do you have best friends with you? You know, you know, to have best friends, we, you know, I spoke at a men's group one time there in Charleston, and that was the main question that the men's group had was, how are you guys such good friends? I always want to have a good friend. Well, to be a, you know, to get a friend, you got to be a friend. And we work at our friendship. And so that's been a, a tremendous influence on me. But then guys like uh, Richard Bell, Fisher DeBerry, Art Baker, some of the names that you probably heard about, you know, were mm-hmm. college coaches back when, you know, 30, 40 years ago, those guys, Val Sheely, uh, were all instrumental in, in, you know, showing us how to coach the right way and how to coach uh, in a godly way and how to, uh, you know, to try to return, uh, uh, you know, the praise to God, you know, but the work that you do. And, you know, and that's how we were taught. So we have no excuse. We saw it in action. We were able to see coaches, you know, that worked it every day. So, um, you know, so just trying to put that back in and trying to be that for, you know, the next generation of coaches that come, uh, you know, because I do have a heart for coaches. You know, I spend, you know, a week every summer in Black Mountain, North Carolina. We've been going for probably well over the good part of 30 years in Black Mountain, North Carolina. Family camp coaches camp there because I do have, you know, a heart for, you know, the young awesome. coaches. My son's a coach. He He's in his second year now. So. Uh, where's you know, he where's he coaching uh, he coaches uh, he, um, he coached last year at Pinecrest High School in Pinehurst North Carolina he's probably going to be moving there I'm not sure where he's going to go yet but uh, he was at Pinecrest High School in Pinehurst North Carolina last year that's awesome did uh, you know it's good to have uh, my son who uh, I coached in basketball um, is working and, and I think he's got he I think one day he'll coach I'm not quite sure I know that uh, Pastor Ken, your son yeah, is coaching. Yeah, yeah, I got two two coaching right now. Kevin, right. Kevin's at the high school there in uh, the Lancaster, Pennsylvania area, and um, I have one coaching uh, college soccer at a Christian college up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hey, did you ever have any contact with Tom Landry? 
I did not. Okay. I did not. Man, that's oh, you're over two on the Landry questions. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you are over two on the Landry questions, guys. We've got to get, we've got to get to a break. Our special guest, he is Bob Sanders. He's a good man, former Green Bay Packer coach, current linebacker coach for the Arizona Cardinals. And we'll continue our conversation with him. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by All-American Window and Door. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, my host is funny, man. Yeah, that's you're a funny guy. You're <laughs> well, a pastor, I, I, Ken Kelly. Hey. Come listen to him preach at Brookside <laughs> Baptist Church. Yeah. Hey, least Bob it doesn't really have that much of a Southern accent, so I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. Oh, he, he, you know what? He could have it. You can hear it. I yeah. bet. I bet when he gets home. When he gets home, it takes him about 24 hours to get it back. Our special guest, Bob Sanders, former Green Bay Packer coach, current linebacker coach for the Arizona Cardinals. Bob, you know, when when we have guys from Oklahoma or whatever come on the show, <laughs> by the end of the show, I can't even understand what Pastor Ken is asking because he gets right back to that whole Oklahoma draw. We had Bobby Bowden. And we Bobby had Bobby Bowden. Bowden. I mean, but he just, just talks Southern, though. It, it, all of a sudden, Pastor's talking about this guy's mama and this. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I would assume, Coach, when you get home, that Southern draw comes out it a little bit. It doesn't take long. <laughs> I, I like that you that don't take long. It don't take long. <laughs> yeah, uh, here's yeah, the middle I way. go back to dinner and supper. That is awesome. Yeah, I'll tell you, doing this show for three years, Pastor Ken has been my friend for a long time. But, man, doing this show, I get a whole new side of him, man. Yeah. Then I sit in the back at Brookside Baptist Church, and, and if we have a special guest that happens to be from the South, then I listen to Pastor. And I just kind of laughed to myself because all of a sudden it's close your eyes by your head. <laughs> Bo, you're what? <laughs> hey, hey, coach, let's talk a little bit about, um, if we can, the, the the transition for you going from, from coaching high school to college and then college to the NFL. You know, there, again, I've coached for a long time, and there's a lot of high school coaches, not me anymore, a lot of high school coaches <laughs> that dream about moving to, to college. And then guys that have gone to college, some of those guys dream about getting to, to the NBA. I'm wondering for you, the transition from high school to college, was that the hardest transition or from college to the NFL? You know what? Uh, you know, the transitions really weren't that hard for me because I felt like the Lord was in them. And I just trusted him. And, and you know, I found, you know, through my life that any time that I feel like I'm in control of the situation, that's when I really get messed up because <laughs> – um, uh, you know, I just got to rely on the Lord and you know, when it feels like it's out of control and I have to 100% rely on him and it's all him, then, then, you know, then I know I'm getting close to being on holy ground from high school to the college level. Um, you know, just, you know, the adding, uh, you know, the recruiting was probably the different, uh, you know, the aspect that you really had to kind of transition into a little bit, a little bit more recruiting, um, you know, and not having that lesson plan every day. I taught history, so you know, not having that lesson plan every day, uh, you know, was a little bit of transition. And then from the NFL, not having 
to recruit when I went to the NFL, but uh, now free agency and and uh, you know the you know the college draft and those kind of things. You know, so there's there's differences in the jobs. The bottom line comes down to still techniques, it's still fundamentals, it's still blocking and tackling, it's still guys that you know that have situations you know that you need to be involved in their life. And you know, in high school, it's different than it would be in college. You know, it's still girlfriends and those kind of things, and then. And then in the NFL, it may be wives rather than girlfriends or families. And, you know, so there's still situations where you work with guys as a people business. And, and if you're in the business for the right reasons, I think, you know, the Lord can use you if you're available for him to use you. And, uh, you know, so I just think, uh, you know, I think the Lord called me in each step. And, and you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, uh, you know, just, you know, not really sure uh, how I was going to get it done other than the Lord. And, and that's all I found out that I needed, you know, uh, you know, the Lord will take the foolish things of the world and confound the wise, which he took me, a guy that, you know, was a stutter, and I heck, I was able to teach school and, you know, to you know, recruit uh, uh, and now have the opportunity to be in the NFL. And it's all because the Lord, um, you know, has given me those opportunities and, and has made the way for me, and I just have to rely on that every day and, and uh, you know, just know that in my own strength and, you know, there's no way that I can make any transition. And I think the main thing that I tell even my son right now is, is you know, you know, you know, for a guy that wants to transition, if you're faithful in the small things, if you're faithful in doing a job where God has you planted, if you, you know, my granddaddy used to say, you know, yeah, if you're green, you know, you'll grow. If you get ripe, you're going to rot. So always stay green, grow, be faithful in the small things, and the Lord will give you bigger uh, things, you know, as you, you know, as he moves you along, because he does have a plan for your life. And, and uh, you know, so that would be my charge to the young guys, just be faithful and work hard at where you're at, and those other things will take care of themselves. You know, you were talking about, too, that your trust was in the Lord. I, I had to start, I was kind of thinking Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 has to be kind of your theme versus trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean no not way. to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your steps. And uh, I just picked that up as you went through that uh, little dialogue there with us as far as uh, uh, coaching and guys on, on, on the uh, young end of it and seeing how they work hard and be all be all where you you know be all there where you are well that's it's yes, great first it, mm-hmm. it picked that up well done i i i think that first is, is pretty much for all of us hey oh, you know that, that we should coach june uh, looking at uh, your background and that what jumped off a lot for me is some of these coaches that you have coached with and just on the college level when you're talking about Steve Spurrier and you're talking about Pepper Rogers and talking about uh, Jim Bates, the, these are, I mean, the, you have coached with some of the, the greatest college football coaches that have ever coached. I have. I've been blessed. Uh, I was with Coach Spurrier for three years at, uh, at Duke and then for 11 there uh, at the University of Florida and, uh, you know, was really, uh, you know, was really blessed to be on that staff with him and, you know, the things I've learned, a good Christian man, uh, you know, you know, he he also grew up in a Christian home, and you know, his dad was a pastor. Uh, you know, so I learned a lot from Coach and, and his family, and um, you know, was you know, you know, was really blessed. And then Coach Rogers, you know, I was just getting started. He kind of just took me under his wing, and and you know, I can never say enough about you know the guys that gave me those opportunities: Dave Wanstad, Mike Sherman, Mike McCarthy, uh, Dennis Allen, Bruce Arians. Yeah, I mean, I can yeah. never say enough about those guys. You know. And, much less those guys in college at Emory, Dow Sheely, uh, you know, Steve Sloan. Uh, you know, I actually started work for Steve Sloan at Duke, uh, you know, so, and, and then the high school guys as well. Um, 
the day you know, all those guys have yep. had an impact on me and, and I just very, very appreciative, you know, to have that opportunity to work for those guys. Yeah, it's it's it is a who's who. Um last question before we get to a break. I don't think I've ever seen seen Steve Spurrier smile. Does he smile much, coach? Because man, <laughs> he, smiles, he smiles all the time. The old ball coach, man, he doesn't smile much. He smiles all the time. He has that. It's kind of like plastered on there or something, isn't it? He, or is that a sarcastic? He's a very, smile? very, very, uh, you know, a very competitive guy. You know, which makes it fun. You know, you always had a shot. You know, it's like working. You know, for Mike Barry. You know, I felt like we always had a shot because he's such a great coach, and and um, you know, so it's you know it's fun when you're working in those atmospheres. No doubt. Guys, let's get to break. Other side of the break, we'll close it up. We'll finish our conversation with Bob Sanders. He is currently linebacker coach for the Arizona Cardinals, former Green Bay Packer coach, and uh, he is a good man. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bunzel's Old Fashioned Meat Market. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Our special guest got a short segment, Bob Sanders. Now remember, former Green Bay Packer coach, but current linebacker coach for the Arizona Cardinals. How's your team going to do this year, coach? Is that the is that the, that's what you want to talk to him about? You don't yeah, talk I, about I just, the Hail Mary? Well, I'll do that in a sec. I'll do that cuz I got to I got to at least have a question hey, look, that counts we only today. Got a few minutes. And, all right, well, how's the, the team going to be this year, coach? Look, he knows we want to get to the Hail Mary, uh, yeah, so he's going to go I'll have to interrupt He's going to go 5 and a half minutes <laughs> on this year's Arizona him. Cardinals. So they're going to be good this year, huh, coach? Well, you need that a really good nucleus back, Carson and Larry, uh, and you know uh, Bruce and Steve Kahn, our GM, do a great job, and and uh, you know so I'm sure you know we'll be uh, you know we'll be ready to go when the season starts. Uh, you know, it was a little bit disappointing last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, had some rough things happen, but uh, you know, but I think we'll be back, and I think we'll be ready to go. I've always thought your defense was really good, and uh, yeah, everybody here. I mean, it didn't end up well for Green Bay. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers does have a knack of throwing those Hail Mary passes. And that one he threw against Arizona down there at your place, when he was going the wrong way, falling backwards, how far did he – did he throw that thing 65 yards? I don't yards? know, but I thought the linebackers for Arizona were up a little too far. They should have been back, they should have been back a little deeper. I, I don't know who's the – oh, you're the linebackers, coach. One of my guys was hitting him as he threw it, so give me credit. Oh, there, I, I tell you what, they you know, were. I couldn't believe he yeah. threw that thing that Marcus far. Marcus Golden, yeah. yeah. What a great quarterback. What a great person. I was in Green Bay with Aaron, and I can't say enough good things about him, not only as a quarterback, which which everyone knows, but as a person. Uh, you know, I was there you know, with Brett uh, you know, for a couple of years, and then you know, with Aaron sitting there behind him, and then Aaron's first year, uh, was my last year in Green Bay, but what a great uh, honor and privilege to have a chance to be on the staff with Aaron Rodgers, and and what a great throw that was! You know, it was a nightmare throw. Thank goodness uh, <laughs> Carson hooked up with Larry. And, I don't uh, remember that play. I don't. I don't remember the Larry play. It's, it's lost my. It's gone from my head. I'm telling you, I, I've never gone from being that happy to that sad oh. that quickly in my oh. entire life. Oh, that was horrible. He just what kept a great running. 
He did. Yeah, Larry they Fitzgerald. They do a great job there. They still do. Yeah, they do a great job. Uh, yeah, but, and Aaron, you know, that offense, Mike Runs does a great job. Yeah, but the, the, Dom and those guys do a good defense. <laughs> hey, but, hey, but, hey, Coach Larry Fitzgerald just kept running. Nobody touched him. I was like, <laughs> tackle him. Thank hit him. <laughs> Would you hit him? You got to be kidding me. That was, that was that was that was. Where, where were you standing when that when that when that hail mary t- took place? Were you right on there? On my head, almost. <laughs> on my head. <laughs> What, what, oh, what, was yeah, Bruce yeah, looking down, wondering where you were? Oh yeah, I can't <laughs> you know, imagine. The problem is we had seen it. You know, we had seen it a couple weeks before there in Detroit. You know, so we knew it was coming too. So, but Aaron executed. Uh, you know, their receivers are really good. I mean, they do a great job there. Hey, I, and, uh, Bruce Arians. He's and he's a nice, quiet coach, right? He didn't say, but he must have been going nuts during that that play. <laughs> I, I got to believe oh. that he had been thinking, "You got to be kidding me." Oh, that's that's good stuff. I'll tell you what, Coach. When we at this station, Gary Ellerson, former Packer, and and Leroy Butler um, are are both here at the station, and and uh, I let uh, I let those guys know you were coming on, and and in fact, one of them said, "Yeah, I, you know what." He's a real religious guy. And I said, well, we'll talk about that word religious uh, some other time, but we're excited to have him on. In fact, Gary Ellerson, I asked him, Coach, what it was like to play running back in the NFL. And he said, do you really want to know? I said, yeah. He said, put on a football uniform, go outside to your alley, and run into your garage door 25 times as hard as you can. And then you let me know what it's like to play in the NFL. He said, man, it's uh, Monday to Tuesday is painful. He said, by Thursday, it's start thinking maybe I can play again coming Sunday. So I tell you, Coach, you uh, this has been a great, uh, great show. I really appreciate uh, your time and, and uh, your kids. Your three kids are all doing well? Yeah, they're all doing well. And in fact, I have a daughter lives up around Appleton, up in Nina. And uh, oh, so bet, yeah. shout out to them, my granddaughter and Two grandsons up there, and Nina, uh, just outside of Appleton, so they're still sure. up there. So, uh, just want to say hey to them, and uh, just appreciate you having me on. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Hey, Thank that you. that would make your 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 uh, grandkids all cheeseheads, right? Uh, you know, I don't know, blood thicker than water. No. <laughs> <laughs> they got the Cardinals here. They got their. Now, it may be that uh, my granddaughter said, well, that's my second team granddad. So I, think that's a, <laughs> no, hey, I got I a lot li- of good friends up there. I like her. I like that granddaughter <laughs> that was gutsy enough to tell you that. He is Bob, again, Bob Sanders, former Green Bay Packer coach, current linebacker coach for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, been a great guest. Pastor Ken, thank Thanks. you so much. Yeah. Good to see thank you. Thank you, Bob. Yeah. Bob, uh, thank you very much, and uh, good luck next season with the Cardinals. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You bet. Uh, This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.